Well, Rob, we are now recording, so um, we might as well start. Yep, go on then, let's start. <laughs> well, in true planning style, we didn't really plan how we would do this introduction thing. But, no. Um, we are gathering here together. Where are we? Where are we? In uh, the NRC, Learning Resource Centre. Yeah. Um, with loads of students, a buzz going around the place, and Costa Coffee, so that's what you can hear in the background. And hopefully the rest of you listening to this should get a sense of um, uh, our atmosphere and environment we're working in. But yeah. um, what, 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 is, what is this podcast all about, Rob? So it's called Pondering HE, so the HE bit's straightforward, isn't it? Higher education, and the pondering, what's that? Well, when you suggested the title, um, it was a word that I don't don't find myself using very often, and uh, I suppose it's quite an old-fashioned word. But actually, having that sense of thinking about the history, thinking about the history of where we've come from, could help us think about where we're possibly going or where we could end up. And I hope that's one of the things we sort of talk about during the next six or so podcasts we've planned to make. Yep, absolutely. I mean, for me, what I, what I find really interesting is that when you read a load of stuff about higher education policy documents and whatnot, it always comes through, it seems, all the, with clarity and understanding of what the ideas are all about and how things are going to be implemented with the politicians' um, with the, with the politicians' clarity, but actually living in, in the world of, uh, of HE, you know, I do wonder what on earth it is that we're doing often and how we're, how we're having an effect, um, in, you know, and also how we're preparing people for the world. I don't think it's straightforward. No, and I suppose um, the, the reflection that we might see outside of higher education at the moment is exactly what we're experiencing in terms of lots of uncertainty, yep. lots of dynamic change, and um, no real sense of where we might end up. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> and I was thinking about this the other day, really, since I left university... <coughs> uh, 30 years ago with a degree in microbiology, um, which of course I find really useful nowadays, you know, my path has been hugely varied, you know, been all sorts of different things going on, you know, and I do ask myself the question, how does, how does, how did my degree then help me now? And it, and it has in some respects, and it hasn't in others, and I'm not quite sure, and you know, with our responsibility to students now, I think we need to take those questions really seriously. Do you think that um, our responsibility for students is really fully explored? Um, I, I, I think we were talking last week about this idea of standards and standardisation. And what, what are we actually responsible for in terms of our students? Are we responsible for ticking off a kind of checklist and ensuring that they leave at the end of their third academic year with a piece of paper or are we responsible for much more than that do you think? I think we would I think it could be very easy with uh, people involved in quality academic standards um, the regulators to be overly focused on process and I, c I can see that that's a world that they inhabit and feel comfortable with but every engagement I have with a student 
every conversation I have, when I look at their work, and I'm imagining and trying to work out what's the best way to say something to them that will be helpful. You know, all these sorts of questions are, are, are live and, and, and very active in, in, in my mind and in the conversations I have. So it's really quite complex. And I think, yeah, I, th I think in this podcast it'd be good to pay attention to to that and how we discharge those those responsibilities um, <clears throat> in the lived moment, as mm. opposed to thoughts beforehand. Yeah, those are my, those are my initial reactions. Okay. Um, well, I think what we need to do now is just um, run through quickly the sorts of things we'll be doing over mm -hmm. the next um, few podcasts. And as I said earlier, I think the intention was to produce six. So um, you and I, Rob, have sat down and, and made a great list of things we'd like to talk about. Um, first of all on the list was assessment. Was, was there anything you wanted to say now about the kinds of things you wanted to talk about in that podcast? Yeah, <clears throat> I think... You know, when we when we mark a piece of work, um, what we say about that work in a way that is helpful for students, and also as students are writing that their their their, their, their work and how they engage with the assess those assessment criteria, to me is not that clear. Uh, and there's lot, lots of other things that are going on. There's that sort of a co-creative level of understanding. Of their of the students developing knowledge, and of our knowledge, um, and how that mingles together, <clears throat> and I think it's quite complex. And I think it's worth worth um, exploring a little bit. Absolutely, and I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that week because, as we've talked about previously, um, I often struggle with that notion of feedback and criteria. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think the second one um, was pretty much um, driven by me and this idea of uncertainty and ambiguity in, in terms of what we are preparing our students for when they leave here. And uh, I'm particularly interested to discuss a little bit this idea of standards and we're working in a, um, in a slightly changed university degree level landscape with these new degree apprenticeships where we are delivering degrees to a very clear standard and mm -hmm. I think we need to kind of challenge that a little bit not, not, not that I think it's possible to change those standards in the short term but I think we need to be quite critical and analytical about what we're actually doing in a way that allows us to be confident that those students leaving are actually going to be prepared for the wider world so that would be our second one yeah that sounds that sounds good to me the third one, creativity, which I think is another one of yours. Well, we, we've actually decided to do two on creativity, I think, and we talked about creativity in the context of output, uh, output in, in the way that we observe our students produce assessment, work, reports, essays, presentations, videos, whatever, but actually exploring the kinds of um, artifacts, I think, might be a better way of putting it, that our students produce um, from a creative perspective, I think is very, very important. And um, you've experimented with some ways of doing that, and so have I. So hopefully, for our third podcast, we can deal with that. Uh, and then we've got uh, a, a fourth um, podcast, which was a follow-up on creativity, that I can't actually remember what we were talking about. 
Well, perhaps we could be creative in how we think about. We might need we, to we, be. We think about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we've got uh, foraging and breadcrumbs, which was definitely one of your ideas. Yeah, and I, I, there I'm really interested to explore this idea that you know if we are using a breadcrumbs metaphor, how we lay a very clear trail um, of learning for for students, and that's fine. But I'm also I think I'm more interested in in the metaphor of foraging, you know, how can we work as a, as a community of, of, of learners together as a way of understanding a, 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 a particular subject, like business ethics or whatever. Mm. Um, so I'm interested in playing and toying around with the metaphor of foraging as learning as well as breadcrumbs. Well, I can certainly see some breadcrumbs being um, dropped across the earlier four weeks, so hopefully um, we'll get to the, the fifth week or the fifth podcast um, in a logical way following our own breadcrumbs I hope hmm. and then finally we talked about the idea of international and our last podcast in this series um, we wanted to just explore some of those issues that we've experienced across the board creativity assessment ambiguity etc but from a very much more international experience and um, I've talked about a uh, international student and teaching at the moment and Rob you're certainly teaching some international students at the yep. moment so we've got some live experience and some some things that are emerging out of the classroom that we think are quite important to explore a little bit more. Yeah and you know when I've worked with international students before it's always made me see the world slightly differently so um, it'd be interesting to explore what it's like the implications for learning and teaching but also for ourselves. Okay, um, I, th I think what we ought to do now, Rob, is draw that discussion to an end and uh, actually listen back to what we've done and see how we can think about structuring and organising some of the content of those five weeks. Time for a coffee, I think. That sounds good to me.